My name is Javier Colon. Welcome to The In-Between. Today, I'm joined by Cindy Mora to talk about her thesis film titled Anti-Meridian. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Javi. How are you? I'm doing great. It's nice to hear from you. Nice to see your, your face on Zoom. I know. It's been too long. It's awesome. I love that painting in the background. I know that the listeners can't see it, but it looks great. Can't see it. <laughs> uh, I got it from the Van Gogh um, exhibition that they did here. Oh, yeah? Like it was like an experience. Ooh. So it was projections on the walls. It was pretty fun. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast. It has been a year almost since the last episode of this show, but I wanted to bring it back uh, for you because you were in my class um, before the pandemic hit. So yeah, I'm really excited because I heard the earlier podcast from my friends and I was like, man, I wish I could have, I could have done that. <laughs> I felt very left out. Yeah. So, so really quickly, let's start off on the very basics. So uh, who are you and what do you do? So I am a person. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm from Colombia. I came to the States to just study computer art because I feel like that career is not very developed in Colombia, even though there are really good studios there, like in terms of the, the study. Mm-hmm. So I came to the States. I was in L.A. for a few months. A year and a half actually oh wow <laughs> and then I, yeah i did an associate's degree there on computer art oh cool and where did you attend in la it's called los angeles film school right in hollywood gotcha very cool yeah and i didn't even like mind it um because i wanted to do hand-drawn animation i don't know why like that was like what i wanted <laughs> to do so i didn't like pay much, much attention to it uh but then when i moved to new york well, actually, I applied for the animation program in SBA. Mm-hmm. And then they contacted me and they were like, what if you just do computer art since you have 3D on your portfolio? And I was like, yeah, sure. And little did I know, I got accepted. And I came here and I didn't really know what computer art was <laughs> still. And I focused on modeling and texturing, I think. Although I enjoy the whole pipeline, I think it's the what suits me best, modeling mm-hmm. and texturing. For sure. You are absolutely a texturing wizard. I will never forget <laughs> uh, our work on um, the train project, or in our yes. case, the ship project for Gallagher. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was crazy. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like that was so much more, like, nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. It was n- more nerve-wracking, and it feels like centuries ago at this point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But that's so cool, and I think that there's a very... A common trend with everybody that I've interviewed is that nobody looks for the computer art department. Everybody just kind of finds it. So that's really cool that that, that kind of worked out the same way for you. And like when you tell someone like what you do, they're like computer art. Um... Yeah, they're like you do art, like yeah. Photoshop, graphic like, design. What, yeah. yeah, graphic design. Exactly. Like what exactly do you do? Um, so you have to explain the whole thing. Yeah, I just say like Disney and Pixar movies, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's ex- that's my go-to too. I'm just like, hi, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. Pixar is? They're like, oh yeah, computer art. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Um, Me. <laughs> uh, speaking of Pixar, uh, have you seen the latest, uh, kind of dating that episode here, but have you seen um, Encanto? 
Oh my god, I love so it. So good. Did you like it? Oh my god, amazing. I have like <laughs> the entire playlist on repeat 24/7 while I'm working. I just have under pressure on my head like right Under pressure is my favorite. I we mm, don't talk about Bruno's pretty good, but under pressure is my absolute <laughs> favorite. <laughs> Those are the two ones that I have on my playlist like that I I'm hearing on repeat lately. Mm-hmm. That I love it. They're the best. And I love how they like everything about that movie. I didn't have like much expectations, but mm-hmm. honestly, they killed it. Just blew me away. Yeah. So me too. It's so funny because like Colombia has so many. Colombia has different regions. And then like in in Canto, like they're all in just one little town and they mix everything, like the outfits, the flowers, everything is just like it's so accurate. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. I, I I remember seeing, I think it was a documentary or a YouTube video or something where the crew actually traveled to, I forget what the, the name of the valley is, um, but I'll... I'll... Barichara. Yes. Santander, yeah. I actually just took a road trip there last year. Oh, yeah? So I stayed there and we just took a van and we traveled there. It's such a little fun colloquial town. We just went to a campground there. It's really fun. Is that where you're where you're from or where in Colombia are you from? I'm from the capital. So okay. that's Bogota. Bogota. And then Barichara is like eight hours away. Okay. okay. Not bad. No, not at all. Just like you have to cross this big canyon. Mm-hmm. So that's a little nerve-wracking. Like we were <laughs> on the on a car and the car in front of us, uh their tire exploded. Whew. That was so scary because it sounded so like loud. That's crazy. Um, but we made it. We made it alive. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm here to tell the tale. You're here to tell the tale. Exactly. <laughs> um, so what is your thesis called and what is it about? So my thesis is called Antemeridian. And it's about this guy who is going through. I don't know how to explain it without like giving it away telling telling you how to think about it because it's like kind of open but he's going through like mental issues Mm -hmm. so it starts right in the midst of like um something going wrong Mm -hmm. at that point he just goes into this mental environment so he goes like inside his mind and he goes through different memories different environments that have helped him or uh hurt him in different ways and then he has to decide whether that's what he wants to, where he wants to stay on or he, he wants to move on. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's basically the plot of it. Gotcha. So it's, it's more so like about him kind of journeying through his own mental state. Exactly. And it's not so much about what he's doing, but what the environments are telling. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how to animate. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair, but it's, it's good because it's like, it's it's kind of focusing on him and it's focusing on his perseverance as a person going through these different things. Yeah, exactly. So wh- where did you get the idea for this? So uh, it's mm-hmm. like pretty dear to me mm-hmm. because I I think I knowingly based it on my brother and he's okay. like issues with mental health because that year that I thought about this thesis was COVID covid year (laughs) so 2020 (laughs) yeah and i was with my brother almost like 24 hours and we came pretty close and i got to like to see what what is important to him like how that affects him really Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I mean, I wanted to do a girl for my thesis, but I felt like mental health in men is not that well represented. It isn't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to like do something a little different. And I don't know if it's like too open and if like it won't make sense. But I think I think it was really like like something for my brother. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that it's good to bring up and it's good to create awareness about because Exactly. You know, there's always, um, and I, I see it all the time too. Like I like not to joke around, but uh, I'm always on Pinterest, right? Like an old, like an 80 yeah. year old woman. And <laughs> so on brand for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I always see like how to be that girl. I always see how to be like, be better mentally, how to feel better mentally. But I always see like, like self-care, paint your nails, things like that. And of course I could paint my nails, yeah. but I noticed that a lot of it is targeted towards women. For men, totally. it's very much so like they, they're they encouraged to suppress everything, right? Yeah, and then like, how do you open up? Like, who do you talk to? It's not really like an easy step to, for men. Like, for example, my brother was telling me how he felt really compelled to keep quiet because it didn't like make him like man enough to have like mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Until he didn't, and then he got help, and then he's doing so much better. That's fantastic. That's awesome. It's all about being vulnerable, and there is a weird stigma in society that dictates that if you're vulnerable, then you're weak and you're not manly, but that's not the case in that sense. Yeah. You know, it's important for everybody to be vulnerable when you're vulnerable is when you're strongest. So Exactly, yes. I think that's like what you just said is really applies a lot to my thesis. Like mm-hmm. when you're vulnerable, you vulnerable, you are like you get to know yourself better. Yeah, absolutely. That's very cool, City. I really like this idea and I think that, you know, it's going to be a really really impactful uh piece once it's once Thank it's finished. You. So at the time we're recording this, when is this going to be complete? So I'm thinking it should be around March, April. That's right. Yes, March, April. April. (laughs) The render deadline is like in 30 days. Wow. That's crazy. So you've been working on this for about a year and you said that you were thinking about it while you were taking, uh, taking a break from school. Yes, I had a few ideas for other stories one that specifically re- i really enjoyed um and i was like really turned that i had to scrap that was about this painting that it's actually in the met and it was attributed to a man for a lot of years mm-hmm. and every time like like someone would see it they would be like oh like it has errors but it's fine like it's not his like the painter's like best work it's okay mm-hmm. but then when it was like properly attributed to a woman everyone was like oh this sucks it's so bad like <laughs> what that's terrible so, i know and like the the historian that did that he went she went through a whole process to find out like this um how attributed it was how bad attributed it was so she had to go to paris track down the location where the painting was made and then like look for the room see who was painting there at the time mm-hmm. if, like the woman in the painting resembled another woman and it was really, it was really fun. But wow. yeah, I feel like this one, these other pieces, um, it, it's more dear to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that it, it speaks to, to you and to your experience. And it's more importantly to your family. Exactly. 
my mom loves it. She, she, like, she's like, I can't believe it. It's not about your brother. And I'm like, okay, basically, basically, based. <laughs> You're like, it's not exactly all about yeah. him, okay? It's still my <laughs> project. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So what has been your favorite part about working on your thesis project? Has it been the texturing or is there something else that you like more about it? No, I think I think modeling and texturing is always like so fun. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just texturing um, like an hour ago and I thought <laughs> like I, <laughs> I played Spirited Away on like one screen and then I was just like chilling, just doing my thing, like like getting into a flow. And like, I like that. I, like, yeah, I have fun doing that, especially when I know exactly what I have to do, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, I'm going to model this, texture this, and model this, and then texture this. Like, I don't have uh, room to get distracted on what I have to do. Yeah, for sure. You stay focused and you're in the zone, which is always a great feeling to have when you're working on something. 100%. So how are you keeping track of that? You know, uh, like, I know you are, you love... <laughs> <laughs> just like me okay i feel like you are more than yeah. i don't know you uh, you could surpass me it's a it's a possibility mm, let, let's let's compare spread notion spreadsheets and, and then we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> so you're using notion now i am using notion uh i love it i mean it's so versatile I just did like this big table and then the table fits like this calendar and then the calendar fits my weekly to-dos. So that's really, like, I don't have to do anything. Like I just planned it once and then it just tells me like specifically which day I have to do what. That really help, helps me a lot, but not everyone has it. And then like some people get confused with it. So I have to make like several like different like Excel spreadsheets just so people could like follow <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely very hard to like kind of share it with people you know because yeah. it's not it's just not like any other tool out there like no. for creating any kind of organization whatsoever and like in that year that I was well doing nothing I, I didn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> I lost all my habits like I you not like I'm sorry I, I can't you, you, can, you, can, you can curse. That's fine. This is okay, not like we're not on Nick Jr. Come on. Would you imagine? <laughs> you can't curse. I just signed a deal with Nickelodeon. You can't curse. You're not allowed. That's so funny. It's funny because we know people that work in Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's so weird now to like be friends with people that are like in the industry and Isn't doing that things. crazy? It's nuts. Nuts. Like I have this talks with one of my teachers um, every other Saturday with Liz. Cool. Do you know her? I think a few of my friends had her as a teacher. I didn't have her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we have these talks every Saturday, every other Saturday. It's like a skill exchange. So she, she checks my thesis work and mm-hmm. then we talk in Spanish so that she could practice Spanish. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm friends with her with my teacher <gasps> yay <laughs> i don't know it just feels like weird like something like an adult yeah totally like it's just nice that you guys can interact and and talk and kind of you're almost like on the same level you know what i mean like especially exactly. in college like you don't have this like oh my teacher is my superior it's just mm-hmm. like no like i respect my teacher but my teacher also respects me and it's like a two exactly street. and it feels so good because i'm also teaching her stuff so mm-hmm. like it seems like the power balance is like balanced (laughs) yeah for sure i have several mentors Mm -hmm. they're really 
nice. Are you, are they um, like in the industry? Are they in school? Like, where do you have them from? So my main two mentors, I would say is Jenna Sperlock and Daniela Dweck. Jenna was my mentor in my freshman year in, in, in college, which was like really, really helpful. Because she, mm-hmm. she knew a lot of like what I had to do, which areas which should I like go to more. And then Daniela always helps me with like anything that I that I have any question that I have. She's amazing at replying. Mm-hmm. She is so smart. She knows absolutely the answer to everything. She's amazing. She's way too good for this world. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a really good uh, you have a really good base for your thesis advice wise and mentor wise. Yeah, everyone also everyone's so nice. There's a director from Hornet who helps me to give me feedback. Message lead from Hornet that also like helps me with everything. So I feel like it's a very um, open industry where you can ask questions to anybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's an open space for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. I love that. That's fantastic. Now I'm just gonna kind of transition a little bit into some of the more like one of the more personal questions on my list, if you don't mind. So you did take you took a break from from SVA. What? made you decide to do that that's such a decision that i think that a lot of people like wonder if they should do or wonder if that's something that would be good for them mentally and stuff so like i I wanted to know like what made you decide to take that break it was a really hard decision because i was on a team i don't know if you know this (laughs) (laughs) no i I didn't know this i've never i've never i don't know you i've never met you or the people you've worked with and stuff like i don't know you (laughs) um i was on a team uh, with Lucas and Victoria, I felt like that was the only reason why I was staying. Mm. First of all, I was really burned out. I was like so over it. I, I was really um, thinking that this is not even what I want to do, which is a really hard realization because I've spent so much time, effort, and sweat on this career <laughs> and, like, thinking that it won't work. It was mm-hmm. really hard for me so I was feeling really confused <laughs> I couldn't focus like I just right like it learn. just didn't work for you exactly like like I I tried like to do it exciting for me so I would like go to the garden and take my class in the garden but then I would get distracted by what was in the garden mm-hmm. so exactly like it, in order to give yourself like a change of space it ended up just being like pulling you away from it altogether exactly um so i was like okay i'm not i i can't do this i like if you ask them i was doing nothing for a thesis also like mm-hmm. i was trying to but i like didn't it didn't flow correctly so i think it was better for me to just like step out of that year and mm-hmm. they were really understanding which i appreciate because i love them so much mm-hmm. and yeah that i think that's the main reason that's the main reason why it's just because you weren't you just your heart wasn't in it and your heart needs to be in it especially with this industry you know you need to be oh, yes. like, on top of it. yes yes exactly. that's okay that makes sense that makes a lot of sense and i think that that again kind of talking what we were talking about before about mm-hmm. being vulnerable you know yes that, that's a very strong moment i think for you to like make that decision to move exactly. back home and do all that stuff especially when oh yeah everything is just so uncertain you know what i mean oh my god yes that was really scary uh, and then going back to my home and not being alone all the time. Mm-hmm. That was really also hard because I love my space. You my do, loneliness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and having to like be like good morning good night how are you are you working can you lend a car because we live far mm -hmm. you're like what are you having for lunch can i have lunch you know that yeah kind of thing. exactly like so that was a little annoying um but <laughs> i love them so much I, like, you heard it here first cindy thinks her family's annoying and she doesn't <laughs> like them <laughs> i'm just kidding Anthony. i love you <laughs> She's making a thesis about you, too. <laughs> but that, that that makes sense, especially when, you, when you're in the city by yourself and you, you have your independence. It's very weird to, like, kind of give that up in a way, you know? Exactly. Like, it's nice to be around people, obviously, but at the same time, like, if you're somebody that prefers to be alone and, and works really well, you know, it, yeah. it can be a little hard, for sure. And and can I tell you something about productivity? <laughs> I mm -hmm. feel like you would understand. I would love. Um, <laughs> productivity. Yes. Um. I was so like focused on my systems and my habits that they had to be perfect to me that it became so overwhelming that I just dropped everything. Yep. And that's I how know I exactly. I know exactly what you mean. That is, that is the one thing that, <laughs> that is the <laughs> one thing that I think that like is not talked about a lot in the quote unquote productivity world is that especially when it comes to like like habits and things that you want to just like do every day if you don't do everything every day it's very easy to fall into this pit of like well it's not perfect so yes. i failed i fucked up like why do i keep trying why do i keep failing and then you get like all this information like right like everywhere there's like i read like i read back to back two books one is from dan brown from the state of flow i think okay. it's called and then one is Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits and is a fantastic book that I have not read, but I will get to it eventually. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's too late, Javi. <laughs> <laughs> no, have I already really have I just already become Atomic Habits? Is that just like my whole personality in a book? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I <laughs> know oh, it's too funny. Um, oh yeah, but like they have really good tips on how to like improve things. And then I didn't know which tip to follow. Like if I didn't feel like if I didn't follow a tip, like what if I like couldn't accomplish everything? So I should like implement all the tips in my life. Mm -hmm. And then that was too much. It's and just too that... overwhelming. Yeah. And when you follow like seven different productivity gurus on YouTube and they're all telling you different things and you have your system, but you always see somebody else's system. You're like, I want to do that system. It's just exactly. sometimes it can be super overwhelming. So it's just good to just like let go, you know? Yeah. And then I did. And then I went to the other side where it was like no productivity, no system, no habit. And it was really refreshing. I got to say, like, it was weird. Mm -hmm. But and I'm coming to like with bad habits now from that <laughs> like bad year. <laughs> But I yeah. feel like it was worth it for me to find like kind of a balance and like most importantly to find like forgiveness in myself and being more compassionate to myself when I fail. So it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Something that I think that everybody should do if you're if you're big into to do lists like Cindy and I are is <laughs> is is rip it up, rip it up and throw it away and then like just start either from scratch or just don't do it for a little while because it'll kind of reframe your thinking and 100%. how you go about it yeah for sure and even now my to-do lists are not like 8 a.m breakfast mm -hmm. 9 a.m no they're like morning time mm -hmm. breakfast like morning routine 
getting ready for the day and then afternoon class or whatever it is. Like I, I try not to be that specific and letting like myself some space, like, yeah, to you know, live. You're not, you're not a, you know what I mean? You're not going to exactly. execute everything exactly at the exact time that you say, you know, you're just going to, you're going to be a little, there's going to be a little wiggle room. So what if you wake up like 10 minutes later? I am the boss of my own life. <laughs> yeah. And that's the whole point. Like to do lists are great and they're a good guideline to like, go through your life but that's what they are they're a guideline yes. they're not rules so 100 for sure but anyway so a mini quick note about me uh not to mm-hmm. bring it to me because it's this about you <laughs> uh but i actually started uh bullet journaling in june <gasps> yes amazing so i went like off the digital stuff went onto my notebook i gotta tell you it was super super refreshing it was like it was like a whole new world to me. So I highly recommend for people to do that too. Obviously, I, I still use thinking, Notion, but it's Yeah, great. it's like a good combo. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking for if I had my bullet journals here, but I don't. I, they're home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when I was in the midst of like, like, I feel like this year has been not that hard as I was mm-hmm. expecting because I was expecting like complete badness. But when I was in the midst of like working, having so many classes, I was doing my bullet journal and it helped me like really be strict with myself. It was hard, but right now I'm going, I go back and forth. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. I just want to do analog and sometimes I just want to do digital. So like I give myself that freedom to, that's really good. Like that's what they're for, right? Like just like tracking what you want to get tracked and sometimes they don't work and then you just like scrap it and continue life. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's what I liked about the bullet journal system. It wasn't like, super rigid it's something that i created and i can mm-hmm. follow so 100%. when you uh, whenever you go back home you're gonna have to send me your uh, your spreads i will they're pretty <laughs> i bet they are you you are a very talented artist so i, I would not doubt it <laughs> that they would be very pretty okay so now we're gonna segue right back to the podcast after this whole yes. like little like so we're now we're gonna get into the the uh, reflective part of the podcast where I start asking you questions about oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. advice and stuff like that. So uh, what would you tell your freshman self about SVA? Ooh, that's a good question. Thank you. I'm very, t- <laughs> I'm a very talented podcaster. <laughs> that you are. That you are. I was so excited on freshman year. I was on the labs 24-7. I was so happy to be in New York. I remember I posted this thing when I was doing homework for History of Art. And I was in a coffee shop and I was just like reading my books about Van Gogh. And I was so happy. <laughs> I was so... <laughs> it, was, it was what you were, were working towards. It was something that you really wanted. So, of yes. course. And I felt like I was good, you know? Like, I felt like I, I could do things. I could get places. Mm-hmm. But then I was disappointed when I didn't. So I guess like what I would say to myself is like, remember to live in the present and enjoy what you have right now. And don't let, don't let things just get to your head. Also, just like be present on what you're living right now and don't think too much ahead. Like you're doing good. What you're doing is good. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's always good to have that mindset of just like, you know, be here, be in the moment because that's where you are and that's what you're living. That's your experience. Right now, I'm a very, like, mindful, like, meditation there. Oh, yeah? You, like, meditate stuff? I love it. I have 
I've meditated for a total of 56 hours in my life. <laughs> wow. I thought you said 56 Which, hours yeah. at a time. I was like, wow, that's like enlightenment right there. You're like Buddha at that point. Could you imagine not drinking water? Just like <laughs> for 56 hours. <laughs> Can you imagine not um, checking Twitter for 56 hours? Like, come on. That would be no whoa. <laughs> okay, whoa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I meditate after I wake up. That really sets the mood for the day and like makes me be conscious and be present on the rest mm-hmm. of my day. Not all the time, but most of the time. That's cool. That's always, yeah. it's always nice to hear meditating and meditation working for somebody and working well for them, especially when it's about headspace and it's about uh, headspace. It's, yeah, it's hey. about, <laughs> it's about like kind of resetting yourself mentally. So that's great. That's awesome. Actually use headspace. <laughs> <laughs> Let's thank our sponsor. For- <laughs> okay. Today's sponsor is headspace. Use code uh, in between at checkout to get 10% off your first order with Headspace. Headspace. Amazing. Sit around and do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And think about your breathing. (laughs) Yeah. Think about your breathing for sure. So do you have any advice for juniors as they now enter, like working on their thesis and and going through that whole world? I think I do. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'd say take it easy. It's just a film. Focus on what you really want to focus. And then, yeah, just like have time for yourself. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> People take these really seriously. Very, here. very seriously. Yeah, Very absolutely. seriously. Like it's mad scary. I think that's it. Just take it easy. Focus on yourself. It's just like, just, just go about it very slowly. Yeah, exactly. yeah and, and keep yourself in mind. Exactly. And then just do what it, whatever makes you happy. Even if, like, you're going to continue moving along if you just keep going. Just mm-hmm. don't stop. Yeah, exactly. Just keep going. Just like, um, keep what's her name? <laughs> yeah, just keep swimming. Dory used to say in, in Finding yes. Nemo. Just keep swimming, you guys. Keep swimming. Very cool. And then how do you think you would describe your SVA experience in one word? Or several words, if that's too hard. <laughs> so, like, the whole paragraph. <laughs> oh, <fair> um, <laughs> Beautiful. Amazing, yeah. like enlightening. I love SBA. I absolutely love it. I love Jimmy. I love Brian. I love Diana. I loved Michaela. So like everyone, just like I love this community. And every time I go to work and like I say hi to everyone, it's just really fun. I miss you guys so much. Like Aww, <laughs> you I miss you too, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Once it warms up, I'll, I'll head on a train and we'll hang out. For sure. <laughs> I hate the cold. I will not see anybody in the cold. Too cold for me. Oh, that's crazy. I love the cold. <gasps> what? But you're Colombian. Why? So well, where I'm from, it's not that cold, actually. It's not that hot, actually. Really? Kind of, oh, because you're, you're in the montañas. Exactly. We're like, yeah. hi. We're like, nice hi on life. <laughs> hi on life, you know. Uh, <laughs> Quirky. <laughs> Quirky like that. <laughs> oh, that's that makes sense though. Yeah, no, I can't stand the cold. Fucking hate it. It's the worst. The worst, the worst, the worst, the worst, the worst. That's just how I feel. Thank you for coming out to the podcast. Thank you for taking the opportunity to talk to me. And I cannot wait to see Antimeridian. I think it's gonna be a great, great piece. It's gonna be a standout piece for sure. 
Thank you, Javi. I thank you so much for having me. This was really good for like reflecting on like what I've done, like and how I feel. <laughs> I feel yeah. new right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's very um on par with what we were talking about with your thesis and yes. everything. So and I love that we got to talk about productivity as well, because I feel like everything just connects. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, it's such a it's so nice to to talk about that with somebody, especially like you know, something that that's so central to you, how yes. you go about everything, you know. One hundred percent. Thank you. We for should definitely hang out and like just talk about productivity. Like, <laughs> I, that's probably what we would be doing. Yeah. I'm gonna bring yes. my journal journal. You better bring yeah. yours. And we'll go to a coffee yeah, shop, we'll trade day. and we'll just look at everything. <laughs> I love that. I love that for us. We have for to sure. once the weather gets better for you, I guess. Yes, exactly. Because I hate, because what, I, you know what? I respect everybody's opinion, except for I like the cold. I like the cold. It's a bad That's opinion. Right, it's wrong. I don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't agree with you. <laughs> Well, thank you, Cindy. Thank you for joining me, and I'll see you next time, okay? Okay, Javi. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The In-Between. If you like the show, you can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Javier Colon, and I will see you next time. Right. I feel like we could have like a whole podcast, a whole other podcast about, about productivity. productivity. Yeah, exactly. Let's just join the thousands of people out there who already have them. Uh, <laughs> well, just, you just text me, just send yeah, me your notion stuff. I want to see it. <laughs> um, I bet there's not as good as you because you're so organized. Stop. Like, I feel like I'm more disorganized, but like I get it working. <laughs> your thesis came up so good. Um <laughs> So stop. Let's just talk about Javi's pieces now. <laughs> You're going to start interviewing me now. Yeah. Um, if you want to know more about my thesis, you can go ahead and listen to the previous episode of this podcast. But we're talking about you. True, true, true. <laughs> For sure. Um,